Hello and welcome to the comic wrap-up recorded oh God, again? live Yeah, here at Four Color Fantasies. Um, In the comfy chairs. It is. I know it's very comfortable this time around. Um, with me, as always, my permanent guest, <laughs> owner of Four Color Fantasies, Chris Brady. Woo! Oh, wait. I should woo for myself. Huh? That's probably not appropriate. Well, I mean, if you don't woo for yourself, who's going to woo for you? Exactly. I like <laughs> wooing myself. <laughs> <laughs> Take that as you want. Uh, the show where we talk about comics while they're wrapping them up for New Comic Book Day. And they're actually still working today, which is, like, good. Yeah. So, so uh, what's what's coming out this week in the world of comics? Oh, lots and lots and lots of stuff. Of course, every week there's plenty of new stuff. Uh, from Dark Horse Comics, we have Bounty Number 1. Uh, and Steam Man Trade Paperback. It's a, like an Iron Man, but steampunkish. It's actually kind of cool. Uh, DC Comics, we have, uh, with the Rebirth titles, keep coming, keep on rolling. <laughs> um, we have Adventures of Supergirl number five, which is an online strip that's being printed, or online comic that's being printed for the first time in print, uh, by Sterling Gates, who's a pretty cool guy. Um, Aquaman number two, Batman number two, Batman 66 meets Steed and Mrs. Peel. So if you're an old Avengers fan from the 60s stuff, there you go. Uh, Batman Arkham Knight, uh, you have the trade paperback for Volume 2 and the hardcover for Volume 3. Batman Beyond, which is almost ending here soon. I think it's got one more issue after this. And uh, then what, what, what will people read? And then it's Batman Beyond Rebirth will be coming out after that. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, what a shot, huh? I was, I was trying to make a joke that there wasn't enough Batman titles. but There, there is not now, enough Batman now titles. <laughs> As a retailer, I'm telling more. you, there's not a, everything should be labeled Batman and Aquaman, Batman and Superman. <laughs> and it would sell. It would sell better. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you got Bloodlines, number four, which is a Vertigo title. Um, and we have Flintstones number one, which is coming out, the reimagined Hanna-Barbera stuff. Okay. Um, we'll also have Jimmy Purcell here tomorrow doing free sketches on the blank covers. So, uh, we have Future Quest number two, which if you ever like the Johnny Quest, Herculoids, that's what that book is based off of. Um, we have Green Arrow number two and Green Lanterns number two, Lanterns, it's not Hal Jordan, it's the, the other two. Uh, Injustice Gods Amongst Us Year 13. Justice League Rebirth, number one. Yeah. Um, Superman, number two. Uh, the last issue of Superman, The Coming of the Superman, number six. And Unfollow, number nine. Uh, with IDW, you have Angry Birds. If you like the movie, there's a comic. Um, Brutal Nature, Donald Duck. Um, Popeye. Uh, Transformers. And that's it for IDW. Image Comics, you have three Floyds Alpha King, uh, Black Science 22, Discipline number five, Fixed number four, Fuse number 19, um, Midnight of the Soul number two, which is the Howard Chaikin book, uh, Nailbiter number 23, uh, Paper Girls number seven, uh, let's see, Revival number 41, Spawn 264. So your Spawn Reader, that's supposed to be a good book coming out this week. Um, Switch, which is the, um, what is that, the uh, Top Cow uh, 
Witchblade kind of replacement. So, okay. Uh, Symmetry, number five. Throwaways, number one. Tokyo Ghost, number eight. And Walking Dead, 156. And then there's a bunch of other smaller books coming out. I don't know about this little company named Marvel. So, <laughs> uh, you got Amazing Spider-Man 15. We got Captain America Sam Wilson, number 11. Second printing of Captain America Steve Rogers, number one. Hail Hydra. Um, Civil War 2 Kingpin, number one, comes out this week, which actually looks really good. I'm kind of excited for it. Civil War 2 X-Men, number two. Daredevil Punisher, number three. Deadpool versus Gambit, number two. Ooh. I know. Empress, number four. Uh, Invincible Iron Man, number 11, a uh, Civil War crossover. Uh, Moon Knight, number four. Punisher, number three. And there's also a second printing of number two that's available. Scarlet Witch, number eight. Silver Surfer, five. Spider-Man 2099, number 12. Spider-Woman, number nine. Civil War crossover piece. Spidey, number eight. Star Wars Darth Vader hardcover, volume one. These are deluxe size editions. Mm-hmm. Of the trade paperback, and they both have, there's two different covers. So one's a direct market, which is, means just for comic book shops, and there's another one that's for book markets. So uh, if you want the cooler cover, you got to come to a comic book shop. Uh, Star Wars Han Solo number two comes out this week, and then Sexy Poe Dameron number four comes out this week. <laughs> they all love Sexy Poe Dameron. Uh, totally Awesome Hulk number eight, and then Vote Loki number two. And that's pretty much it for comics, and then there's a bunch of... Merchandise, we got the uh, Batman and Justice League uh, nesting dolls. Uh, what else? We got a bunch of cool stuff, So, <laughs> which, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure there's people that are going to buy gonna those buy, things. I'm taking them home. They're cool. But I, like, just like the, um, just like the, bo- the bobbleheads, the pop figures, I don't get it. I don't understand. <laughs> people buy them. That's all that matters. <laughs> we sell what people want to buy. So which on the on the Justice League uh, nesting doll? Which is the smallest? Uh, Martian Manhunter actually. So he's the he's the one on the inside. Who's who's on the outside? Uh, Superman, of course. Of course, yeah. <laughs> Superman, I think Batman, then Wonder Woman, and then goes down from there. Interesting. <laughs> what? Uh, so what is the what's the store got coming up? Oh my God! It's a week full of events. So Wednesday, like I said, we have the Flintstones number one uh, sketching going on. And then on Thursday night, we have Multiverse Throwdown. We do. Yes, video games. So, did you find your expert? I did. Okay, good. Yes. Because I was say, I don't play video games, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Friday, we have regular Friday Night Magic going on. Uh, Saturdays, Yu-Gi-Oh, of course. And it's also Doctor Who Day. For comics, so there's a book called Doctor Who: Rise of the Cybermen, mm-hmm. which we'll also be doing free sketches. Come in costume, get your picture taken. We'll have a little costume contest. Are you the gonna, front door will be Doctor yeah, Who again. So have the TARDIS again. That's yep, it'll nice. be TARDIS out. And then um, let's see, Sunday we actually have a screening that we were uh, called asked if we wanted to view, uh, wanted to show it. Neil Gaiman's Dream Dangerously. Uh, it's a documentary about Neil Gaiman's life. Uh, we're the only place showing it in Southern California. So uh, that'll start at 3 o'clock. It'll be in the back area on a big screen so everybody can watch it. Let's see, what else? And that's it for this week. And then, of course, we have Batman Killing Joke that we were landed, lucky to land a, uh animated screening, basically, at mm-hmm. Edwards. So it's big screen, the animated that's coming out on Tuesday. 
July 26th. We actually are going to be screening it the day ahead of time at the theater uh, on July 25th. You'll get a t-shirt, goodie bag, just like we do with most of them. It just won't be a patch or anything. Yeah. Uh, it's a smaller screening, so seats are very limited. So. And for this one, you said that the the actual release of the film is being released on Tuesday on on, on like Blu-ray and DVD. Correct. On so Blu-ray if you want to see it on so a big screen. If you want to see it on a big screen, it's the only way you're going to see it. So. Yeah. And then uh, we have Suicide Squad coming up on August 4th. Mm-hmm. So those are our multitude of events going on. And then we'll be having a sale, of course, we always do for Comic-Con. So. All right. Well, uh, in, in light of the Killing Joke release and Suicide Squad coming out, kind of wanted to talk a little bit about both of those and like everyone's kind of fascination with, with villains, why we, why we love them. I have no idea. I mean, they're the bad guys, and yet everybody seems to love them, and yeah. I don't get it. Like, Joker is one of the most popular characters, yet, you know, he kills people. Yeah, he's a despicable human being. Exactly. <laughs> We're all like, but he, yay! But he does it with such flair. I guess. <laughs> it's like Harley Quinn, you know? I don't get the fascination with Harley Quinn, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, the the killing joke, uh, that's, the, like, one of, if not, like, the biggest... Oh, it's one of my favorite Batman stories. I mean, it's it's one of those ones where it's like... I mean, the joke at the end of it makes me laugh, you know? So, I mean, turn the flashlight. <laughs> 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 See? Everybody giggles, so... But, well, I mean, it's one of those books that's, like, a, an iconic Batman storyline, yeah. so... And it's also one where you get to see, really, the the darker side of the Joker, because throughout the years... He's gone from just like, you know, more the clown, clown prince of crime. Yeah, to, and then sometimes you just, you see the psychopath. And I think so that's one of those storylines. Right? Dead bodies, you know, kind of psychopath. Yeah. Yep. A throne of dead bodies. That's how that's, I would do it. Oh, sorry. If <laughs> <laughs> I laugh maniacally. <laughs> um, did you, uh, when that, when that storyline first came out? Did you read it? Yeah, oh no. I, I was buying comics back then. Mm-hmm. And that was yeah, I was first printings, everything. So Now what what did you enjoy most about that storyline? Like I said, the joke at the end. The joke at the end. Yeah, it just makes me laugh. It's like that you can see these two people who are of course, you know, adversarial that are like hardcore avers- adversaries, you know, at the very end enjoy a joke together. You know, it's like that it just makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. But even you know, the ridiculousness, Batman laughing about the ridiculousness of it all. And Joker, that's just his way that he thinks, you know, kind of thing. So and it's like, it's funny. So the uh, and the Suicide Squad. Now, what's interesting, I think, about that is just similarly to like Guardians of the Galaxy, where, yes, they, it has fans. But until the movie came out, nobody really knew who they were. Suicide Squad, like I'd heard the name, never read the comics. But now they're you've got a movie coming out. They've been on, like, everything. Air, yeah, on Arrow yeah. and and all that kind of stuff. So like, is that is that you think that's going to be another one of those situations? I, hope so. I really hope so. I mean, I I'm looking forward to the movie. But you know, again, when Guardians came out, I was the same way. I was kind of like, um, yeah, I'm not sure it's gonna hit. I you know because it was like, who are these guys? Who are their fans? You know, mm-hmm. nobody really even knows who they are. So I'm hoping with Suicide Squad it actually uh, becomes this craziness afterwards that Guardians did for a little while. Yeah. The problem with the movies is that it peaks interest for a little bit. And then if they don't capture that interest and keep it, it wanes. And you saw that with Guardians too. Guardians was like, oh my God, Guardians, Guardians, Guardians. And then 
they didn't put they didn't put the same flavor that the movie was in the out books. in the books, and so it waned. And now it's like, okay, we're trying to sell a Guardians book. Please, yeah. please buy it. And then it'll it'll probably kick back up again. Oh, of course, when, when two the, hits, when it'll two do comes the same out. thing again. So, <laughs> yeah, has uh, has Suicide Squad in in its I mean many iterations of it, but more recently, has it been a a good seller as a book? It's it's in the mid range. I mean, it's all when it first hit because Harley was part of the team. Mm. It was crazy sell. And then, you know, it slowed down a little bit and it went back to a, a steady stream. So, and I prefer steady than up and down roller coasters. So, now, being that I don't know much about the original Suicide Squad, uh, the the roster for the, the film that's coming out is that. Yeah, that's the current one that's actually in the books. Okay. So they've they've so. stuck with that. Yeah, thank uh, God. But the, it, it is one of those where there's there's so many characters that are. Little known B listed characters, like C list characters. Yes, you can say what? it. C list Captain Boomerang. How dare you? Oh my gosh, <laughs> I throw boomerangs. <laughs> Come on, I have a trick boomerang. <laughs> it's like, how can Green Arrow be a, an A list character? It's like, I have a punching, uh, what is it, a, a punching glove arrow. It's like, oh my god, which I'd like to say, I'm glad. That has not surfaced on the, it on has. the show. It has. Did, did yes, it? they used one at one point. I forgot what it was. I, it's the episode I watched, and I just started laughing because he actually put an, a punching glove on the end of it and shot it at somebody. <laughs> I don't even I can't remember. remember. That. I'm going to have to look it up, but I know it happened because oh I remember goodness. watching it. So yeah. I was like, "Oh my god, they actually <laughs> used it." Yeah, I've I've seen that in the comics, and it is it's such a stupid, <laughs> silly thing. <laughs> Like, where would you keep that first off? But oh, it expands, <laughs> you know. It's the same principle as Flash's suit in his ring, you know. Yeah. It's <laughs> like it's like an airbag being deployed on the tip of exactly. an arrow. <laughs> That's part of the punch. <laughs> when the air... Oh, my God. goodness. So hurts me. Um, but, yeah, like Deadshot, right? Mm -hmm. uh, didn't know anything about him until Arrow. Arrow. And who Amanda is, Waller, I bet you didn't know anything about her until Arrow either. No, well, which kind I, of makes that's, me laugh. That's not true. Dead in, uh, yeah, in the TV oh, actually, show. You met from Green Lantern, uh, and also the Justice League cartoon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they did the whole yeah. um, what's Cadmus? Cadmus. Well, yeah, all they the animated. Actually, she's been in the um, Superman Batman one too. Mm -hmm. Yep, fighting so. Luther. Yeah, but because it's always different, like, I wasn't necessarily familiar with, like, the Suicide Squad aspect of it until Isn't Arrow. she dead in Arrow? She is, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of yeah, weird. shot in the head. That's very weird. That was it was also surprising when it happened. Yeah, I remember watching that episode going, what the heck? That's Amanda Waller. You can't kill her. Yep. I was like, LMD, LMD. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, wrong universe. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, whatever. They... Killed Black Canary too. I know. I just that twice. Sometimes it's hard for me to watch Arrow <laughs> just because it's like it seems like they go out of their way to avoid being anything like the comic books, and it's just like you know these stories have been written for so long, and there's a reason why they have existed and stayed in an existing form. It's because they've kept going because of what they are and who they are, and mm. just changing things to change things just kind of irks me. Yeah. What can you do? Nothing. I mean, just, you could not watch it, yeah, I guess. But no, yeah, exactly. Well, so I don't. So, 
I stopped watching Arrow like three seasons ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, two seasons ago. Yeah. The uh, the Ollie uh, Felicity happy ending beginning of the season was like my like oh my god I'm gonna choke on that. That's disgusting. Yeah. Well, it didn't. I had enough of that. Well. I think they were happy for I like I felt very WB at that yeah, point. I think they were happy for like one episode. I think so. Like the first episode and then yeah. he found out he had a kid and she's like, "I know you're hiding something from me." And I was like, "Oh my god, Smallville, can you please stop this now?" <laughs> so, going back to Suicide Villains, Squad, yes, yeah. Fun. What what do you think like you personally? Do you do you prefer heroes or villains? Or do you think that you you can't have one without the other? Obviously, but well, I you know I, I prefer heroes I do I, I mean there's some villains that I absolutely truly love Black Adam being one of them mm-hmm. so but I mean I'm actually looking forward to this one because not all the people who are quote quote villains in Suicide Squad are actually villains like Katana you know she's in the past has not been just a villain she's also right. been on the hero side it's just that her abilities, you know, she kills people. That's yeah. what she does. <laughs> you know, <laughs> flag, same thing. You know, I mean, that's, that's what he does. He shoots people, you know. And it's like, I don't know. I love Katana's powers, though. Mm-hmm. Sucking souls out of people. Yeah, with her, with her uh, Exactly, sword, with her sword. Yeah. yeah. Do you she think, looks so cool. <laughs> do you think that people like villains because everybody... <laughs> Everybody has a dark side. I think that's and actually think that's what, what it is. is. Everybody like, secretly matches up with a villain and just be like, oh, that's my favorite yeah. character because of this <laughs> and that. And they're lying to themselves because they want to be that villain. So that's Black Adam for me. I'm not kidding. I mean, powers of Shazam, yet I don't care. I'll rip your arms off. Not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, his rampage across the across world in, in one of the DC storylines was just one of the better things i've ever seen is like how unstoppable is he oh mm-hmm. that's how unstoppable he is yeah. and he also like that's a character that has some real depth in their backstory like it's real tragic right right you know yeah i mean his wife dies and he goes insane yeah. and so he's just destroying the world at this point yeah whereas some characters like i look i i do love the joker and do i think i would be that if i were a villain no because i'm not that crazy um well, maybe I am. I don't know. <laughs> but like his his backstory, it's one of those where it's so so mysterious. Well, now there's three of them. Yeah. So now we don't know which backstory is which. Yeah. And or I mean, I are guess, they all the real ones? So. I guess that in itself is kind of interesting, but it doesn't have the same like impact as, say, Black Adam's backstory. Right. No. Know? I mean, you know Black Adam. You know what his story is and how he came, how he came to be, and that's it. So... Mm-hmm. In fact, I feel like even though Batman has some of the best villains, like at least most well-known, most liked, um, I, I don't think that most of his his rogues gallery have a lot of really great backstory to them. I mean, Mr. Freeze has a tragic backstory, you know, not necessarily setting out to be a bad guy, but that happened. And it expanded, you know, that's what I mean. That was one character they expanded on. There used to be a villain storyline that they would do, mm-hmm. uh, like Penguin, right? I mean, I like the Penguin's uh, origin story that they did. Um, it, you know, it made him, made him, he was just a gangster who, you know, the reason why, you know, gets so angry and is so dangerous is because he goes crazy and psycho when people don't treat him with respect. And that was, you know... That's why he's always trying, you know, the Penguin Club and trying to be top hat and all that stuff like that is because he's trying to be respectable, yeah. you know. So, I mean, I love that storyline, so. Yeah. 
but then you like, I don't know, uh, poison ivy. It's like, I yeah. <laughs> she's just uh, basically an eco terrorist. <laughs> exactly, an eco terrorist who poisoned herself. Yeah, you know. Oh darn, I I screwed myself. Yeah, she uh, her her fascination with plants is a little crazy. It really deserves weird. her to be in Arkham. Yeah, so. I was playing uh, DC Universe Online, and there's the part where you fight her and. Uh, you beat up on her plants, and then she just gives up. And she's like, "My babies, don't hurt my babies." <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> That's one of those ones you're like, "Okay, she's she's really insane." So, do you have a who do you think is the most detailed? Like, has the has the most detailed backstory from the uh, the Batman Rogues Gallery? Detailed wise, I. I you know the way that they keep expanding the Joker story. That's going to be one of the. Mm-hmm. That's going to be one of the biggest. Because I mean, he's you know, every time a new writer comes in, they expand his story more and more. Um, best one for me is is actually Harvey Dent, Two Face. I mean, that's you know that has a lot of story built yeah, into it already. It does. You know the fact that they were friends. You know and that he's gone back and forth across the spectrum of. Good versus bad versus back to bad, back to good. You know, I mean, yeah. you know, it's shown his two sides and his dichotomy. I mean, there's one storyline, I forget which one the thing it was, but, you know, they're talking about how they're they're changing people in Arkham and everybody's getting the better. And they, like, moved Harvey from a coin flip to a six-sided die to make decisions <laughs> to, you know, I mean, to the point where he, like, couldn't even go to the bathroom because... He was trying to figure out what to do on this like hundred sided, you know, <laughs> spinner dial or something like that, you know. So I mean, that's they kind of expanded that. I forget which storyline that was, but I, I kind of laughed at that one. That was pretty good. Mm. So, and that's also a tragic backstory too, because he started out a good guy, right? Right. I mean, that, that's what builds the villains, makes you like the villains is the, the backstory. Actually, not so much what they do currently now, but how they came to be where they are. Everybody yeah. likes to. Everybody likes to see somebody fall. So, and that's pretty much what it is. Yeah. That's, that's really what makes everything interesting because, like, you, you know these villains. They they do a lot of the same stuff repeatedly. Yeah. Repeatedly, repeatedly, repeatedly. I mean, come on. You know, how many times can you flip a coin to decide if you're going to break in somewhere or not? How many riddles can you really leave? I mean... <laughs> You know, it's how many be, how many Joker faces can you paint on people's faces? That, that does have to be a challenge for the writers. How many commissioner daughters can you shoot? You know, and paralyze? Just one, I think, is all you need. That's all you need to do. <laughs> 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 See, the worst part was when we were designing the shirt for the the uh, Batman Killing Joke screening. It's like I really wanted him to go with that horrible image that everybody was like throwing a fit about. Oh, where he had the where he had Barbara, yeah. And face. I was like, oh, that would be a great shirt. But then I'm like, oh, so many people would be that would be. Well, that was a, the a, internet screen. It's a great image, and the fact that the internet lost their minds over that is so silly. Which, it what, what bothered me. And see, here's I I got two different sizes. I love the image because of the iconic levels of it, right? Because I didn't see Batgirl, the current Batgirl. I saw Batgirl, which is who he shot. Right. And that's what I saw. Right. And I saw that whole thing. I didn't see the 14 year old girl right now who's playing Batgirl as that character. And that's what made everybody lose their minds was the fact that they were seeing the 14 year old girl currently in the comic books. And me, I went to 
that's Barbara Gordon and not yeah. the girl who's playing now. I'm just but, like, eh, it's Barbara Gordon. She got shot. But that's, yeah, that, to me, the thing of it is, though, like, it's regardless of if she's 14 or not, she's donned this suit. She is a superhero. And he is a terrifying figure. She is a non-powered superhero yeah. going against psychotics. Yeah. She's going to get hurt. Yeah. That's just the plain and simple truth of it. If anything, people should be throwing a fit that Batman's letting kids run around with him. Period. Yeah, I like how that never comes that up. That never comes up. <laughs> oh, they're being heroic. Yeah, they're being heroic. What happens when they get shot in the back? Yeah. Oh, what happens when they get beat with a tire iron? You know, I mean, well, that's just funny. Yeah, I guess. Well, I did vote for that. So, <laughs> <laughs> I did vote for that. And it is a comic book, so even when you get killed that way, you don't stay dead. <laughs> but yeah, like I don't know. To me, it was it was a silly reaction to that because again, she is a superhero. She chose to do what she does. She knows that she's she knew dealing the risk. with a psycho. She knew the job was dangerous when she took it. Yeah. Super Chicken said it best. And all he's doing is standing next to her, holding a smile on her face with his hand, and she looks scared. Like, I don't I don't get it, but hey. I love that icon. It's on my iWatch rotation for pictures, so yeah. and everybody's like, Oh, that's so wrong. I'm is like, that whatever. did they pull that did they pull that cover? Yeah. Oh yeah. That cover never made it to the print. So It's such a shame. You know, and and, and here's the thing, right? I think it was a silent majority let that happen and the the, the boisterous minority is the ones who screamed for it more than anything. It's just like the Manola, was it uh, the artist that drew the spider girl or spider woman. Right. And everybody had a fit over. I mean, and the funny part is people actually posed in that position and it's exactly the position it would have been. Yeah. I don't know. People just, yeah, that, that they just led want to, to cry to cry. Tons so. of uh, parody covers of that yeah, one. I, God, that. I love Frank Cho for that. And it's like Frank Cho is my hero when it comes to covers right now when he draws all that stuff and posts them on, on the Internet. I know a lot of people are like, yeah, anti-Frank Cho. And I'm like, whatever. <laughs> uh, well, we are, we're out of time. What? I know. I know. It went by so quick in these comfy chairs. It, it does. I don't want to get up. <laughs> So, uh, where can people find out more? At Facebook, Four Color Rancho. At Instagram, Four Color Rancho. And at Twitter, Four Color Fantasies. And we're also on Tumblr, Four Color Fantasies. I know. I've had it forever. I just never used it. And we're on the Snap, too, but I just don't use it. So, if you might get a Snapchat there's, once in a while. There's too much social media. I, well, way I, told, much. I was told I'm too old for Snapchat, so... Really? Yeah, Snapchat's for the young people. That it might come across creepy? No, it's just that's that's for what the young people use as Snapchat. But it's for a comic book store. I I read an article today that yelled, the oldies are coming, Snapchatters. Time to move on. I was like, wow, okay. (laughs) I'm in the oldies realm. I just realized that. I'm going to be 45 this year. I am in the oldies realm. I can start shaking my cane at people in my yard now. Sitting on the porch. Get up my yard! You seem like the type that would do it just to, just because. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't care if they're on my yard or not. I'm still just shake the cane at them. <laughs> Those kids ride by. You noisy kids. <laughs> All right, well, this has been the comic wrap-up. We will talk to you after the next issue. <laughs>